What's up, guys? Mike here. Hey, on this episode, I go over some shit that uh, means a lot to me, something that we do as a family. I would take a trip down to Virginia every year and uh, started in 1952. It's 2022. It's 70 years. Um, tradition has held up to four generations will very soon be five um really cool really cool tradition that we have um as a family and just want to let everybody know how everything went i know things have been a little slow recently um i didn't have a show last week on the take a joke podcast that mainly was because i wanted to take the week off uh just i've been so swamped and busy and this is this is going to be a short show as well. Starting next week, things will pick back up where they were. <sighs> God damn it! There it is. Um, yeah, I've just been been busy doing shit, and I just decided to take a week and just not even worry about a show. I don't have any service down there in, in the mountains, so uh, just let it ride, guys. Um, as always, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, any rate review feedback is very much appreciated. Um, what else? Oh, uh, I got some stickers in. If anybody wants some stickers, I got some small ones, some big ones. And by once any, I still got hats left. I got some shirts left. Um, some knives, some koozie cups. If anybody wants anything, reach out to me. Let me know. I'll hook you up. Want a good price. I'm just trying to get rid of some of this shit. Um, thanks, guys. Enjoy. Instead of paying for that guided hunt, listen to me. Listen to me. I just recently, through the podcast, realized what this is. How about this? How about swapping a hunt? How about swapping a hunt with your bud who lives three states over? How about swapping a hunt? D-U-K-S-Z-N.com. DuckSeason.com. It's like the words duck season, except for it's spelled hip. This form of the words duck season wears cool-ass shoes. And a dope hat. D-U-K-S-C-N.com. It's an online community. You can go there to trade hunts with other folks. Ducks for ducks. Ducks for geese. Deer for geese. Geese for ducks. Geese for a cougar hunt at the local dive bar. But look, straight up, you guys should go check this out. It is a up-and-coming online community. You can ask questions on here and get answers. Any area of the U.S., as this thing grows, it's only going to get better. It's not like Facebook and Instagram, man. It's not the BS that you're used to. But this is the best thing if you like to hunt everywhere. Let's go. D-U-K-S-E-N.com, DuckSeason.com, baby. Here we go.
Hey guys, Mike here, solo show. It's going to be a little bit of a quicker one. Um, hey, I just want to let you guys know, uh, just got back from Virginia, our annual family Virginia trip. Um, my dad runs the camp now, and it's gotten a lot smaller since I was young. I think camp's been going since 1952. Um that started with my great grandfather and I think the camp peaked in I'm going to guess it peaked in the nineties, maybe the late eighties into the nineties. But I know when I was a kid, I was born in 92. I know when I was a kid first started going down, maybe 98 ish. I think I was like five or six, but uh, when I first started going down, maybe seven, I first started going down. Um, I know there were like 25 plus people in camp for the duration that we were there. Uh, some of the old guys would stay the entire month of November. We'd come down for Thanksgiving week, come down the weekend prior and hunt all week. <clears throat> um, a lot of guys just gave it up and we call it the, the Magnificent Seven, that's the uh that's that's the core of the camp, the guys who have been going cons- consecutively for the longest stretch. That's um my grandfather, his brother Doug, um myself, my dad. Oh, let me start over. My grandfather, his brother Doug, William, my dad my brother, my cousin Justin, and myself. That's the seven that is there no matter what. Um, And then a lot of people come and go here and there. But hunting camp means a ton to me. We have some family and close friends who are uh, cremated and ashes spread down there, different spots that they hunted. and um. As I sit here where my great-grandfather's ashes are spread, there's a buck sitting right in front of me on the wall here that that he that was the last deer he killed. He killed right there um, and, you know, in his 90s. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of tradition for us there. Um, we love going down. Uh, we go down in spring turkey. I don't get down as much as uh, other guys do in spring turkey just because I'm often burn up vacation duck hunting as well. And I don't normally get much time to do spring turkey hunting, but um, I like to go to, I, I think I did get down for two days this past year or this past season rather. Uh, but I didn't make it the whole weekend with everybody. So, but yeah, that's something that we do. We go down there and, uh, this year was really fun. We had the deer, the deer hunting wasn't great. There acorns everywhere and not a lot of deer movement. Um, we were finding good buck sign, but it seemed to be that a majority of the movement was at nighttime. Uh, my father killed the only, 
legal deer that we saw, and that was a three-point. We're not allowed to shoot does down there on public land. Private land can. It's kind of a fucked-up situation because, like, we can't shoot. Um, we can't shoot does on public land, but a lot of the base of the mountain is private land. And therefore, the private guys will come up in the mountain on top where we're hunting on public land and will get above their camps and their private land. And they'll walk down the ridges and shoot does on the way down, even on public land. And then they'll drag the does down and just check them in on private and be completely legal. Once they check that deer on private, nobody knows about it. And it's, you know, a mile from a fucking trailhead or more. So. Nobody knows about it. So that that happens a good bit. I would have I would venture to say that as many, if not more, deer are killed, doe or buck, by private land guys walking down and pushing deer on public land. I would I'd venture to say that's the case. But whatever, you know, if you if you got the ability, I guess. Um but the deer weren't moving much this year. Uh, we did get Sunday hunting this year on public land in Virginia, so that was cool. Um, that's actually when Dad shot the three-point was the first Sunday we were there. Um, I mean, that was it, but it, it was fun. Uh, we, we put on a lot of miles. Um, go over to my Instagram or Facebook, check out the pictures I posted up, and I got some more to throw up uh, later on. But just uh, just a really cool experience being able to go down there. I know a lot of people don't get to experience a quote-unquote deer camp. Um, a deer camp is really cool. The thing is, a lot of people experience deer camp in a way that I'm not familiar with. A lot of people are hunting. They might be hunting public land, but go to a cabin or a, a structure on a piece of private ground. And uh, they stay in a nice cozy cabin and, uh, you know, they have a a well and they got big propane tanks, to, you know, to, to, for food and, and uh, for heat. And, or they have wood stoves and things like that. And they have the ability to cut up wood. Um, we're in campers on top of the mountain on public land. So... It's uh, it's not exactly like just going to deer camp. There's a there's a little bit more involved. It's more work, but we always have a good time. Drink a lot of beers. Um, William always brings some root beer liquor he, that he he makes up, and so we always got plenty to drink, uh, plenty to eat. This year we had deer meat off the deer hams brined and off the smoker. Bear tenderloin smoked. We had beef tenderloin smoked. We had deep fried bear meat, deep fried alligator um, smoked and uh, glazed pork belly. Um, I mean, just like all kind of shit, man. And, and, uh, Thanksgiving dinner. We my grandmother made a bunch of Thanksgiving food. Well, not not a bunch. She made uh, 
a bunch of turkey and gravy, and then we made the rest. But um, we brought that down in tins and heated it up in the little camper ovens, and we had a good meal there. Um, mountain hunting, you know, it it's rough. I mean, I my my dad killed the three point. Uh, his cousin Jr. killed. Ooh, I think a spike and a seven, I believe. And then uh, my brother killed a 10. Actually, he killed a really nice buck. Uh, but that mountain is is treacherous, man. It's, I mean, there were days we put on miles and miles and finding sign, not jump a single fucking deer. <laughs> that's, uh, but that's how it is up there, up top of the mountain on, on uh, public land. It's what you're, you're bouncing from betting to betting, trying to jump something. There's not enough time in the day to do it. Um, we don't have, we don't have like electric bikes or mules or anything like that. So, uh, from the trailheads, we're trying to just put on miles and find fresh sign. And then when you find fresh sign, it might be from a buck that's betting a mile away, and that might be a one a.m. stop for him you know, that, that scrape you found or whatever. It's just, it's rough. It really is. It can be, it can be a real fucking drag. And this year we saw some does here and there, man, but it was a real drag this year. Um, weather started out cold to begin the week. By the end of the week, it was fucking 65 degrees in the middle of the day. Um, and I was sweating my ass off walking around in a long sleeve t-shirt. So, um, I think uh, it's a really it's a really cool thing that we do though. Um, I think more people should get into doing something of the sort, even if it's only for a couple of days. Make some some sort of tradition. If you're a devout waterfowl hunter, make a waterfowl tradition. You know, a, a little trip that you do with your friends or your family. If you're if you're a devoted turkey hunter or a bear hunter, and I know guys who do a bear trip every year, whatever. I mean, there's um, there's so many ways to do it, but just hanging out, man. I mean, I think we talked to – well, we talked to one other camp. We were out riding around looking, uh, looking for some spots to hunt, and we went and checked on a, a spot that we like to turkey hunt, and there was a camp back there. And so we stopped and talked to the guy. My, actually, my dad talked to the head of their camp for probably a damn hour in the truck, like 45 minutes. And we just sat there in the road on an old mountain dirt road. And those guys were all out drinking beer and had the fire going. Then some locals stopped in. They were doing. We had talked to them earlier. They were doing some hunting where we were checking. <laughs> they, they only hunted for like an hour and come pop right back out of the woods and uh and they come driving up behind us and jumped out the car started talking to them and hanging out like just the camaraderie and those those people all live right down the road like they live like five miles away or th three miles away but i mean the camaraderie and, and shit like that they uh it's cool they're like it's like a really tight-knit community and those guys still I mean, there's nothing down there. It's not like where where I'm from, where there's, you know, I work in the Baltimore, D.C. areas. There's fucking people everywhere. 
they don't even have many people down there and they still camp five miles from home up in the mountain and uh just to get away just to have a little spot for all the guys to go friends from other states come meet them there and you know come to their camp and spend a couple of days and see the mountain and you know that's really cool I, I think it's something that everybody should try to try to have some sort of tradition and uh when it comes to hunting you know it's not it doesn't have to always be about put your nose down and beat the shit out of yourself and find a big buck it doesn't always have to be the case so uh, you can you can sit back and have fun and eat too much food and drink too much beer and sing too much and sleep in a little bit here and there and you know drink a half pot of coffee in the morning to get yourself going and you know you can you can do shit like that that's uh all the old heads telling stories and you know that's a it's a cool way to spend some time that's for sure I did come back Saturday and uh, Sunday morning. This past Sunday morning, I hunted Maryland rifle, um, and it you know it was it ran, started raining around us at like nine thirty, and I stuck it out to like ten thirty and got soaked. But uh, well, actually, my hunting suit, my Cabela's Dry Plus, is very nice and it kept me nice and dry but like everything out my hands and my face and it was starting the wind started picking up it, it got pretty gnarly and so it got pretty wet um but i only i think i saw two do two big does at a distance creeping through some thicket and uh one small doe and that was it no buck with her and uh uh, hopefully this next weekend here coming up, I get on some, get on with some deer, man. We got some nice bucks running around. Bow season was just a drag. Like I had interactions. This happens to me every fucking year. Like I had interactions and got close to them and made moves to get closer and shit and tried to call when things got dormant and fucking. It just never works out the way that. I would like it to work out, but so rifle season's here. Hopefully we get a peek at one of these. And my grandfather has killed one of the big, I think the number five hit list buck my grandfather killed, which was a really big crab claw buck. Looked very similar to the one I shot a few years ago with my bow. Um, and that, that buck that he shot in muzzle loader, I uh, was just feeding with some does. It wasn't even, pressured or anything it was just hanging out with some does on an oak flat so these other bucks man they're they're even bigger and they're just older and fucking smarter and god they're driving me fucking crazy but i think here soon i'm like i'm gonna have to start killing a couple of does anyway i gotta i gotta get some meat in the freezer we had a we had a freezer go down earlier this season and I got to fucking do something, fill the freezer. Uh, I want to make some deer. I want to try to make some deer dogs myself this year, but not hot dog style. I want to make like sausage style, like an Italian sausage um, or like a spicy smoked sausage or something like that. 
it's just a little bit more my style. I'm not, you know, the hot dogs are good. I just, I want to try something a little bit more my style. So the sausages will probably be the way I go there. Um, that's it. Uh, just a quick show this week. Um, I hope everybody, let me take a look at my notes. I hope everybody uh, has had a good hunting season so far. Um, Waterfowl season was slow early, but fun. We had a couple of really good hunts. And uh, so hopefully, hopefully we get uh, we get on s- some waterfowl later this season as well as kill some deer. Um, here's something I wanted to talk about we can talk about. Cause I, I just want to hit on this real quick, and I won't, I won't get crazy. I'm not going to keep you guys forever. Um, so daylight savings time apparently is changing soon, um, and daylight savings time uh, is my fucking enemy. I hate daylight savings time. The reason I do is because I know it's after seven o'clock when it's getting light out, when the time changes. But motherfucker, as a hunter, I hate, I hate that the time changes. I mean, I work all fucking week and have to get up early. I work construction. I have to get up early all week, Monday through Friday. When it is hunting season and before that time changes, when we get down to about early mid-October, I get to fucking sleep in an extra hour. And I get to be in the stand at like 6.15, 6.30 and still have like 30 to 45 minutes of dark. That's awesome. Then I got to get in the tree stand at 5.30 if I want the same luxury after the fucking time changes. I hate time change. Oh, what's that? You like the duck hunt? Oh, you want to get to the uh, the boat ramp at a reasonable time? Sorry about your luck. Now you got to get there at 4 fucking a.m. to get a spot. The worst. Absolutely the worst. Rant over. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Like I said, um, reach out to me if you guys want to hear anything. I I do have some things coming up for Mountain and Marsh. Um, Beak Whackers should be next. That's a man and his wife who put on charity uh, hunts for veterans out of Virginia on the around Chesapeake Bay. So that will be next. And um, I'm going to try to – I, I want to get somebody on who does prescribed fire uh, burns and maybe clear cutting and stuff. I really want to learn a little bit more about that. Uh, about how that goes down in the mountain and on on these public land tracks in different states. Uh, I really want to learn how all that works and the system behind it. So I'm going to reach out to some guys about that. Uh, Hopefully have that on the podcast within eh, maybe by the end of January or something. I have have something on. I'm I'm still going to be really busy, guys, coming up. So through December, through January, I'm going to be busy there may be another week or two like this where I'm behind the eight ball and I'm trying to catch up. And I, I apologize for that. 
Um, during hunting season, guys, I got to take it where I can fucking get it. And so I am spending all the, all the time I can, you know, in the woods, uh, in the marsh, in the swamp, on the lake, uh, on the rivers, spending all my time trying to chase down deer and ducks. So, but all right, guys, thanks for listening. See you.